I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. What's going on, everybody? This is Patrick with Egomaniac Wednesdays. Hope everybody's having a good week. Um, first thing I want to, I know everyone has waited for the moment to, for me to answer the question that I couldn't come up with on the, sh- the last week's show with, with John, I had to do some research, did some digging and the show that I was referencing with the kid that a lot of people say I look like is Reacher. So I know everyone's been waiting, waiting with bated breath on that answer. So Reacher it is, cool show. I'm not sure. I think it's on Netflix. Check it out. Good show. Um, So this week we've got a big week specifically for me, Freedom Purpose. Um, I am a Freedom Purpose. So we'll get into that here shortly. Another unbelievably cool thing about this week is my excitement level. I am very, very excited this week. I just wanted to share with you guys. I don't talk a lot about stress mastery in regards to kind of what we're building, um, but I wanted just to say that it's very exciting times right now for uh, Bill and I. And you know, just to kind of say the plan on how we're going to further develop stress mastery and launch it out to the world is beginning to take shape. Um, Bill and I have been very patient and methodical over the past three years or so as we have been building the program, knowing that it will be very obvious when the time is right to hit the launch button Uh, We want everything to be perfect. Uh, We wanted a perfect team that can help us develop exactly what we need to make Stress Mastery the number one transformational system of the body, mind, and life experience. And all of these cards are falling into place. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, It's going going to be amazing. So I just wanted to make that comment that... um, just really cool to see how everything's falling into place and how the team's coming together. So just wanted to say that first and foremost, for those of you who have hopefully been looking for what's next, what's next should be coming very soon as we uh, finalize some partnerships and all kind of good stuff. So anyway, um, that was that. Um, I was talking to Bill earlier in the week and he had shared with me, he was kind of joking with me. He heard me say that I thought I had six listeners. Um, I didn't really know how many listeners that, um, that I have, uh, or Bill has, I know Bill, Bill's the one that started this thing. I really don't mean too much in the grand scheme of things on the podcast, but, I have been doing Wednesday, so I was making a joke about the six. Uh, He shared some staggering 
uh, numbers with me. And I'm going to say these numbers and then I'm going to maybe get on to a lot of you guys that are part of these downloads. And, and I'll go, go into that in a second. But the numbers are this. So more than 20,000 downloads of each Stress Mastery podcast. And that's 20,000 downloads all across the world, all over the world. I mean, that that's that's pretty damn awesome. And, you know, you heard John and I talking about how we're in different countries and, and all that. But in all seriousness, 20,000 downloads of each podcast. And then I go look at the stress mastery community that, that has an unbelievable amount of content and you guys aren't there. And, and so that, that, is the 20,000 per episode download is shocking. But then I kind of went into my, into my mind, the even more shocking part of that is that you guys aren't getting into the community and, and really kind of getting into the basis of what the podcast is all about, which all of that content is there. Uh, so I'm going to have to get on to you guys about that. Um, we gotta, we gotta be better. Uh, Bill, one, one really good fault of Bill's for you guys is that he puts a ton, a ton of content out there for everyone to you utilize and study. Um, get in there, get your ass in there, and figure this thing out. Uh, I can't imagine listening to the podcast and not wanting to understand more. Um, you know, there again, challenge, get, get in there, put all the pieces together. The answers to many questions that you ask yourself on a daily basis are there. Go get the answers. And now I'm going to, I want to read something that is going to be a part two of the challenge. Okay. And I, and this is something that Bill wrote in one of our documents. And I just thought it was the, one of the best little write-ups that I've heard that should spur you on to get in that community and dig deeper. So I'm going to read this. This is quote unquote from Bill. Many clients that I work with are very successful in worldly terms, yet many are bankrupt in spirit. They cannot make rational sense of their life. They have everything, success, millions of dollars, status, all the best stuff, the most exotic vacations, yet feel, feel unfulfilled. It seems the harder they try or the more they attempt to control situations so they can be happy, the worse it gets. Now, many people reading this 
are listening to this would say, if I had a million dollars, I would feel great and be happy. And Bill says here, I'm here to tell you that's a lie that people without money believe. What if I told you that the reason you don't have happiness and fulfillment is because you want happiness and fulfillment? Here lies the conflict and the dilemma of being human. The human being, every human being, is hardwired for behavior. And this behavior is driven by what is held in mind. The mind is what sets your perception of life. And if you do not get what you perceive you should get, you become disturbed. The more you want something, the more it eludes your reality. And if this and this includes wanting to be happy. What would make you happy? Well, if my spouse would treat me with respect, I would be happy. If I just could find a better job, I would be happy. If I could lose these 30 pounds, I would be happy. The list is endless. The worst part is even if your spouse changed the way they treated you, even if you got the job, lost the weight, None of this will make you happy. The reason, because these are all things coming from the mind and identity that was set for you. You think they will make you happy. The other side of this question is this. If losing 30 pounds will make you happy, why do you keep breaking your diet with late night binges? If a new job will make you happy, why haven't you looked for a new job? If we believe we know what will make us happy, why don't we take action to create the happiness? The answer again, the answer is again, because these wants are stemming from the mind and identity. So I read all the, I read that to say there's, that is kind of, a puzzle for you guys. I'm guessing that somewhere in there lies some questions or thoughts that you have had at some point in time in the recent future, maybe, or a recent past, or even today. That write up right there and the answers and understanding everything that was said is in the community. It's in stress mastery. It's in base camp. Go in there, figure this out. Okay. It's, it's, I won't, as we're doing this, we want to impact others. And the information, the resources are there. Go get them. One of the answers that's also there is the purpose and values exercise. My experience was that when I discovered my purpose, everything else started falling into place. And they... And when I say falling into place, I will say that all life categories were included. 
career, relationships, finance, personal development, and health. This discovery unlocked my brain to begin to understand why I did what I did. So when I understood, when I learned and understood the fact that I am a freedom purpose, and then I started digging into and working hard on what that meant, what that meant from a, a good, what that meant from a, and, and when I say good, let's say green zone, and then what that meant from a red zone, I started understanding myself better. I started understanding the actions that I was taking and not taking better. Um, and I have some things listed here. You know, what caused good days? You know, what, when I thought, man, that was a good day. Why was that? What caused bad days? Why I felt anxious? Why I felt stress? Why I had bad parenting days? Why I had bad relationship days? So once I understood that freedom purpose, who I am, right? Not not my identities, you know, not uh, the identity of being a dad or a husband or my career identity. Make sure you understand that's not who you truly are. You are tied to your purpose. Your true self is your purpose. You cannot create your purpose, right? Your purpose is who you were, who you are and who God made you. Um, and so, like I said, I, I am a freedom purpose. My aim is to expand all possibilities for me, but more importantly, others. When I swing into the red zone, I get a big time want to control. So now that you understand me better, understand my purpose, I will go into a story of and it kind of explain real life what what this means and and kind of what it meant to me as I started learning and understanding this better. So this past weekend, it was one of my best friend's birthdays. And um, Christine and I went up to New York and met um, uh, my, my friend Greg and his wife, and then two other couples. Well, I haven't seen one of the other couples um, I knew the the guy and and I've been around him on multiple occasions. Um, he I met him, of course, through through my buddy, my teammate, my roommate in college, and great, great guy, but I have not seen him in years. And so 
I'm going to have to work just so you guys know, I'm going to have to work hard here. This, uh, it's a really cool, um, occurrence. Could I, I'm going to work hard not to get emotional here, but this is, uh, it was really, really awesome. So I got, I sat down and we, we started, we had seen each other at dinner, but we were kind of sitting far away from each other the first night. Well, the, the second day we all met and uh, more for brunch and he and I were just sitting there next to each other and we started catching up and, you know, he started asking me about myself and, and, you know, I, I told him, I said, man, I've, you know, I've never felt better. And he, and he made the comment, well, I can, I can tell that. I really can tell that last night I looked at you, you know, you just looked, looked exactly like you just, uh, like you just said that you haven't, you know, that you feel better than you've ever felt in your life. And, and he, and he was very nice to say that, um, and he went on to explain to me some challenges that that he's had uh, over the past few years, really starting with with COVID. And you know, a lot of people, myself included, you know, I've had COVID two or three times, and and it's been you know less than the flu, basically a bad cold. Uh, for from my experience and thank God for my family's experience. But this individual had a much different experience. Um, he was, I, they think, one of the first people to have COVID. And so he went in just not feeling great, got had some swelling in his feet, uh, ended up going into the hospital and did not come out for 28 days. He had three surgeries. Um, he couldn't even talk about the surgeries. They uh, just because of the emotion that came with that for him. But bottom line is he almost, you know, we almost lost him multiple times during this 28 days. So he um, thankfully came out of that. And now he's looking uh, because of everything that happened, the end, the end result is that he needs a new kidney. Well, he, his weight has been an issue and he's, you know, just basically hasn't felt like working out self-admittingly his diet has been poor. Um, but to get the kidney transplant, he's got, he's, he's already lost, I think 30 pounds, and he's got, I believe, if I remember correctly, 20 or 30 to go to be able to qualify for the kidney transplant. And so, you know, this story, it was very moving. And, you know, he it was, you know, it was honestly very emotional just listening to him talk about the situation. And then, you know, once I kind of understood where he was in his life, you know, he started asking me things about, you know, what I did and from a diet, 
exercise, workout, all, all the different things. And I won't get into everything that we discussed, but what I will tell you is that, you know, with him, he's got this next 20 to 30 to lose kidney transplant. And then of course he's got his, his family obviously to take care of. And he, and he wants this to be the start of his new life. And, you know, what, what I told him is that, you know, I explained that I work really closely with Bill and, and gave him Bill's background and, and, you know, we got into some ways that myself and Bill can help him. And we put us a little game plan together to get him where he needs to be to get the transplant. And then after that, you know, and we set a goal. And, and as I left him for the weekend, you know, we our goal is for him to be in the 225 range and, um, long, uh, long-term goal to be there. And, um, he was extremely excited about that. I'm excited about it. And, you know, just, just an amazing, um, opportunity to learn about, you know, hear his experiences, but just to see the human spirit alive and well in a man who easily, easily, could have given in multiple times. But this guy, man, he, there's no doubt in my mind that this dude is going to be an absolute rock star. And, and I, I tell you that story because this, this is, that embodies my purpose right? Expanding all possibilities for others. That's the type of stuff that I feel that, you know, I'm on this, I will, I'm on this earth to help this person and others like him. Um, and, and that's, and that, that story just came to mind to give you guys just a, a real life example of things that that's, let's say that that puts me in the green zone. That gives me that, that juice, you know, and, and as, as we all have heard multiple times, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I will tell you that every ever since I've learned my purpose and I have kept that at the top of my mind, so many instances similar to this one occur and happen and come into my life. And that for that, I am grateful. Um, love, absolutely love talking to people, excuse me, about how they can be the best versions of themselves. And that drives me to continue my journey as well. Um, you know, I also want to explain, and I don't know that I've ever told this story or not, 
but you know who I am to the core and my purpose of of freedom that in lies where you know, when Bill and I first met, I think this this is a, a very interesting story and it and it will tell you a lot about who I am and about the power of of that inner that purpose of why I'm here and 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 kind of how all of this the connection with Bill started. So when I guess it's been almost five years ago when, as I've said on on an interview that I did with Bill and you guys have heard on multiple occasions, you know, I was very involved in multiple different facets of personal development, trying to get information and be around people trying to do better. I had a lot of plates spinning, as I've described in the past. Um, but I, I wasn't, my aim was not there. My focus was not there. My intent and effort, my effort, I will say my effort was high. I was trying my damnedest. Okay. To, to be better, but the aim wasn't there. I did. I was not focused and I didn't have things. There was multiple gaps from where I was to where I wanted to be. And so uh, in this journey, uh, five years ago, I went to an event um, held by my buddy, Dan Waldschmidt, who was on my show a few weeks ago. Dan is an amazing individual. I was definitely drawn to Dan. Um, and, and he had an event here in Greenville, South Carolina, and I attended and I actually knew some of the speakers that were going to be there, some local guys that I knew that I have a lot of respect for. And um, and then there was a few speakers that I'd never heard of. Well, Bill was one of them. And, you know, Bill got up and he started talking about himself and, and kind of how he got to where he, he is and then started going into seven steps of stress mastery. And if you guys, I don't know if, if you guys have been to an event like this in the past, I, I, I bet a bunch of you guys have to where they actually give you a note card and an envelope with a stamp. And on that note card, you're supposed to write what you, what was your, number one takeaway from the event and what you want to start working towards immediately based on what you learned at the event. You write that on the card, you put it in the self-addressed envelope uh, with the stamp and the people that run the event mail that to you on your three month mark after the event. And so just to tell you what I came away from that event and, and, and paint this picture for you. So what I wrote on that card that showed up three months after the event was a note to myself, 
I have to be an expert at what Bill Courtright talked about at the event. I owe that to myself, to my family, and to my friends. That's what I wrote on my card. And so when when you you know when I think back to that and what happened afterwards, you know, at that point in time in my life, like I said, I was working my ass off, um, putting big time effort in, but just didn't feel connected. Um, There's certain things about my um, my company that I didn't like, that I was kind of feeling um, disconnected from. Um, I, I think I've described at length talking about the parenting and that challenge and wanting to be better, definitely wanted to be better you know, in relationships and friendships and all of those things. I just felt um, incomplete, I felt emptiness. And what, what occurred after that truly did hinge on me starting to work with Bill And one of the first things that he helped me discover was my purpose and my values. And what I learned, when I understood my purpose and then how the values mix in there and, and realize that When I put my aim on that purpose and put that at the forefront of what I was doing, relationship, business, um, health, all of those, all all of the the big ones, finance, um, personal development, okay, career, all of all of the five life categories, when I had my aim and my awareness and presence and focus was on my purpose and understanding how that related to who I am and then how I related to others, everything else started taking care of itself. All of those gaps from where I was to where I wanted to be slowly but surely started closing. And I started inching my way closer and closer because I understood what it meant, what what it truly meant to be me, who I, who, what it, my true self and that aim of understanding the freedom and understanding um, how I could bring freedom to others by doing things for them in my business that they didn't like doing. When I started hearing people talk about things that they didn't like about their job and those items happened to be things that I could do for them, that's when I knew it was a good fit. That's when I started engaging with that person and the people that really didn't 
feel that way and felt that they may be already be an expert in those fields and they enjoy doing those things, then I very politely stepped aside and let them do them for themselves and focused on the people that I could bring freedom and expand their possibilities in other aspects of their job that they liked. And I did things for them that they didn't like and took that off of their plate. Um, that was the big thing with, with my work um, and, and how that helped me in business. And then, you know, when I talk about that, you know, I want to go into just the, the term AIM and, and just say that AIM is the superpower of the purpose. It is the AIM that serves the tribe, it serves the society, and it serves humanity. And so you guys, for, for this week, you know, understanding yourself better, beginning to understand that aim and understand your purpose and understand your values and who, what is your, your true identity, your true self. I cannot say it any other way other than get in that community, go get the answers to the questions. And I love the term, the gap between where you are and where you want to be. You're not going to fill that gap going and reading these self-help books and listening to these uh, motivational speakers telling you to grind and charge and work and, 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 you know, outwork everybody and, and um, the people that give you all the fad diets and all of those things, they're all short-term. They're all changing very small pieces of the puzzle of who you are. And it typically doesn't last. Like I said, the diet industry is a billion, multi-billion dollar industry because it's built on failure, right? In that piece that I read that Bill wrote, re-listen re to this podcast, re-listen to that part. And break that down and, and understand that the answers are out there, but they're not going to come to you in a motivational talk. They're not going to come to you in some deal to where someone told you how they did it and for you to replicate who they are. You're not them. They're not you. Figure out your true identity, figure out your true self, your purpose, your values, get in that community, take those steps and see what the results are. I really want to see more people in that community digging into all the amazing content that Bill has put in there.
get it done. The purpose, understanding and discovering my purpose was the first step in changing my life. And then in turn, changing my family's life and, and just all of the things that I've discussed on this show. It was the, the core piece of the puzzle to get that done. All right. You guys have a great week. Get your butts in that community. Do the work. All right. Look, look forward to seeing those numbers uh, go up in the community. I would love to see you guys in there and message me and ask me questions or whatever. I would, I would, that would really make uh, the freedom purpose a happy camper. Put me in the green zone. All right. Have a great week. 